Welcome back to another edition of the Sip and Serve podcast, where you sip what's cold and serve what's hot. My name is Clay Roll, a.k.a. Rollski. To my right, I got the board man, Corey with the K, and to my left, Uncle Buck and Mr. Roush are back. Boys, I want to start off with this. I sent out a tweet last week. It was a poll, and the poll was, do you think I could compete in the Game Survivor on the television show on CBS? Several people voted. 90% of the people said no. 10% of the people said yes. Give me your thoughts. Because I know Roush and Uncle Buck, you guys aren't on Twitter. What do you guys think? Do you guys think I could play the game of Survivor and be on television? I mean, I feel like that used to be, other than uh, Lost, one of your favorite shows to watch, right? I still watch it to this day. Every season. I've I, So they're up to what, like season 30? Dude, it's over 30. I think they're this one. This next one's like thirty-seven or thirty-eight. I'm not sure. I've watched. I guarantee at least twenty-eight of the thirty-seven seasons of Survivor, and I feel like till this day, I might not look like I could survive in the wilderness, but I feel like I could. I know the game. It's know, like practice film, man. I know You've the been game it. exactly. I know the game well. Could I make fire from flint? No, I would have to practice. That's the, that's the thing. You don't. That's why you have people in your tribe. Yeah. They make the fucking fire. Make you them just, fucking You're do the it. little weasel. Unless you come out exactly. to be the lazy fuck that nobody well, likes. I'm not going to be the lazy you fuck. Gotta, what, what if everybody is has the same idea as you? Well, then we're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There's always... there's always it's called a, Survivor. Yeah, there's always a few cats out there that, you know, love being the Billy Badass and building oh, yeah. the huts and uh, making the fire and going fishing and shit. I could do the fishing part. I could go out and get firewood. You know what? I can climb a tree and get some coconuts, whatever. But you know what, guys? I think I can do it. And I'm pretty disappointed in the sipping the sipping squad out there who voted 90% no. That's kind of bullshit. You, you guys don't have no faith in me or what? Here's my only thing is I think you could do it if you would pack one about 90 pounds before you left for the island. He's 160 right now. He looks like a fucking twig. And if you go out there and you don't eat, the medics are going to kick you off. It won't be that you lost. It'll be that you can't go on because you're not eating. So you would, in my opinion, for you to compete, you would have to pack on at least 65 pounds. And you know what, Buck? I I absolutely agree with that. I'm not going to be able to add 65 pounds, but I could probably add 10 to 15. That would be my struggle. And that's the only reason in my mind that I know I probably couldn't do it is because I would be such a bitch because I'd be so hungry. I think you could win the weasel, though. You, you you would know how to survive. You watched it enough. I can see that side of it. So I can see where the 10% kicks in. I say weasel in a good way, as in you know how to play the game. And I can talk. You can talk. I you can, can make friends very easily, yes. but you can also be a, you know, a shithead if you need to be. And I'm like, not scared to backstab anybody. Yeah, how much money is it? How much is it up to now? Is it? Is it There's a million dollars million for the bucks. winner, yes. I don't see you sneaking into the rice bags while everybody's sleeping. No, I wouldn't do any of that shit. I would not. But... I would lie, I would cheat, and I would do everything I can yeah. in the rules to win the game. Be a weasel. I mean, I would make friends. Say I met you out there, Uncle Buck, me and you connected. When it comes down to the final six and I know I can't beat you, guess what? I'm voting against you and your asses out because I want to win the million dollars. That's horse shit. Yeah, you see, a lot of people, <laughs> that's how they fuck up in the oh, game, yeah, though. alliances. Their, their alliance, they become best friends with the people that they don't even know. I think. And then I they... Think- they can't beat that person, and then they go on to beat them in the finals. It's bullshit. Your best move for you as a player would be like sabotage, like making other people fail. 
I think that's like what the, in the team games and shit. Yeah, when you start picking people off, yeah. you fail on purpose. But when it's a team, you know, game, throw a challenge. It looks here yeah, and there. It looks like everybody's exactly. Throw a challenge here yeah, and there. You could be. You a, gotta be smart at the game. Like I said, eating would be bad, and I think weathering the conditions of the outside, like bug bites. Um, like cold nights when it's pouring down rain on these tropical islands. Poison ivy. Shit like that, man. Like, And just even shitting in the woods. I know they don't show it. And I'm not really, I, I'm not convinced yeah. that they don't have Porta Johns out there. I am not convinced. Yeah, it's not, it's not what's that other show, Afraid and Alone or whatever. That that one's, I think, pretty legit. Naked and Afraid. Naked, that's it. Yeah. yeah. Naked and Afraid. Yeah. That one looks pretty legit. Exactly. I'm not going out there balls Nobody deep in Poison Ivy. No, I'm not doing that. Yeah. But Survivor, I am not convinced. That they don't have porta johns out there. What do you think, Buck? Do you think they actually shit in the woods just off camera? Because I don't think so. Uh, I think they have some sort of mechanism that they're they're pooing in. It might be a hole with a you know a, a toilet. A over they top got of TP it. out there. They ain't wiping their ass no aloe vera leaf or right. Any and there's the thing. The beach. And we know about asshole problems on this podcast, right? <laughs> so my thing is, if you're wiping your ass out there in the wilderness with leaves you still got crusties in your asshole and what do people do when you're crusty you itch Itch. you never see the people in the tv show itching their ass ever get irritated right and it's the stench i see like they just like sit beside each other and i know for a fact that if a woman goes without showering down there for you know two weeks (laughs) it's gonna smell like bug spray and dog shit it's a little bit of stink there buddy a little musty. <laughs> <laughs> no, but man, I seriously looked into applying for this, and there's such a fucking process. Like, you got to send in videos, you got to send in background checks, you've got to do like, I mean, yeah, they vet you, don't oh they? Oh my background God. Checks, all that do stuff. they ever? Yeah. Fingerprints, no everything. criminal history. Oh, yeah. It's not just, it's not just, oh, and, and personality. Yeah, it's, hell no. They're looking into everything. Yeah. I never told you, but I did send in an audition video for DG and I for the Amazing Race. Let's hear about this. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was nothing spectacular. That's why we we didn't fucking get picked, <laughs> but we went through like a three step process. Do you think DG and I could succeed in the Amazing Race? Now, you see, Buck, I'm into these reality TV shows, and two of them that I never watch is The Amazing Race and Big Brother. Okay. So, I think I know what it is because Monk, as a kid, I, you know, Monk would watch it and I would see bits and pieces. It's groups of people, two, right? Two per team. And you race around the world, like on flights, on trains, in car, any kind of travel. And you got to get to a certain spot and do checkpoints, correct? Be the quickest. Yeah. Okay. You're giving clues along the way. You have to, it's not just the fastest. It's, and there's you like, figure it out. there's small games in between yeah. that you have to compete to like get Puzzles, your trivia to and get your next step in line. And they'll give you like a little cheat, like, oh, you can pass this next one because you completed this task. And it's, yeah. it was, it, I don't think it's still on though. Is it? Oh, yeah. Amazing it's races? still big. Yep. It's still big. Gee, is Big Brother still on? Oh, yeah. Big That's why I never did watch Big Brother. Big Brother, Amazing Race, and uh, Survivor are huge on, you know, CBS. Big I mean, Brother can mind fuck the shit out of you. I've, you know, as a kid, I started watching it with dad, but I was so young, I never really understood it. Yeah, I still so don't. I stopped watching I still, it. Are you, still, are you allowed to leave the house? Is it like you're no, there? That's you're, it. You're stuck in the house, and there's like a little turf backyard that you can run around in. Gotcha. And like Please. hammocks and shit. Yeah. But I feel like if, if there was one game show that we could do, I would, fortune. Li- I would like to be on the... <laughs> American Ninja the challenge, Warrior? The Challenge. Oh. MTV, The Challenge. Nah, you're not macho enough for that, bud. I was going to say, the dudes on them are broke on that I've seen a lot, a lot of, of skinny people make it to the finals. As long as you don't get in the hall brawl, 
you're good to go. Yeah. And the whole bro, I'm just going to lay down and let him jump over me, and I'm going to take my ass home because I'm not going to get laid out. <laughs> I did that enough in peewee football, okay? In the challenge, you just have to be an athletic person. And you make a good alliance, you can talk. I think you can make your way through it. But they always pick on the rookies. Your rookie year, you're going to get sent home early if you're not athletic or strong. I would be sent home early. But the thing is, if you keep coming back, you make them alliances with the older people, you know, the vets, and then you're in there. So that would be your go-to. You would, you think you the would challenge. be the best at the challenge, in your opinion, out of all reality shows? Yeah, I do believe so. Because Survivor, I think the bugs and the not eating would kill me. I think I could eat the challenges uh, on, like, you know, the challenge and different things where they have to eat things. The food challenge. The food, yeah. I can do those things. But you see, I couldn't eat. I couldn't I, do I that. like the reality shows that are just you. It's up to you. Like I kind of mentioned the American Ninja Warrior, something like that, where it's up to you. You don't have to deal with anybody else. It's like you fall. If you fail, it's on you. It's not, you don't have to do all the, the nonsense and the person and read people and, and you know, that psycho babble bullshit. So I've, I've got a TV show that I think you would be good at. What about Wipeout? The ones whenever they, <laughs> oh, shit. they yeah, jump on like the that. obstacle yeah. courses and shit. I mean, that's, that's all up to you. I mean, if you fall yeah. off, that's your fault. Yeah. It's kind of like, like I said, the the Ninja Warrior one. Yeah, you couldn't do Ninja Warrior. You're not fit enough. Probably not compared to some of the other people in there. It's. I mean, you. It's I mean, crazy. You've got to train in these facilities oh, yeah. for you know weeks and months and years at a time to be able. Well, to do if American I got accepted, I, I I would. I think we all would. We at least try to be the best at it. But Buck, what do you think you could go on? There's probably two things. Amazing Race. I think if I had the right partner, which I think you'd be DG, good at that. DG would be him. Actually, you know what? I think you'd be terrible at it because I rode to Indianapolis with you. That's what I'm saying. And once you get in New York City, you're fucking done. That's what you're I'm done. saying. <laughs> DG would calm me down. He would send me in the right direction. Okay. He's he's the smarts, the riddles, that type of shit. I'm more the danger taker. I'll do all the challenges. You know, skydiving, jumping out of the plane, getting in the tub with snakes, that type of shit. So. I think DG and I would be good, amazing race, but Hell's Kitchen. Now, what, is, what exactly is that? <laughs> Gordon Ramsay. Yeah, Gordon Ramsay. You take him on. You cook as a chef. <laughs> oh, that man can insult some people, but Buck, you might have him. Yeah, I, I think you could insult him a little bit better. Get him right back. Call him a goat fucker. Not you, Corey, with a gay. I could see you being a big brother guy. No, I've never watched. I'm with you. I'm more of a challenge guy. I've never watched Big Brother. I know they've had a lot of Big Brother people on recently. Do good on the challenge, but uh, what about like uh, the Price is Right? Is that a reality or is that something different? Cause I, I, I think that's just a game, I, game show. If I have to go on a game show that involves something physical, I'm fucked. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, honest, hey, but I can appreciate some prices right there. No, but honestly, I think Survivor, though, I mean, it is physical, but I think it's it's 50-50. I mean, the, there's challenges out there that you just got to solve a fucking puzzle and you can yeah. win immunity. Yeah, and then you run 400 yards. Yeah. I don't know about 50 50. That's all. I'm just going to, I'm going to rebuke that. I, I think, I think it's like a 60, 70, 30, 70, 30, 64. What, I think physical is survivor. Just, I mean, more bronze than bronze. Just, just kind of a merits or buck said there. Here's he, the thing though. The buff guys never win survivor. Cause they right, always get voted right. out first. So they are the most dangerous. Exactly. Cause they're, they're always going to win like the challenges. Said, everybody's they, they all hone yeah. in on. Yeah. You know, but hey, have you ever seen out of here. the big buff dudes make like the perfect alliance? Like fall in and weave themselves like a web and get them. This, like, on this last episode, the guy made it to I believe like the final five, and he won at least like four or five immunities. And he he hid behind the women, and they took him. That, yeah. Then they, then like I said, the best friend. They cut him and they cut They're his like throat. A prey at the end. Yes, they, they have sex with him and then chew their heads off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, anyway, 
I think I'm still going to try to do the survivor if I can get the background, the fingerprints through. I have an idea for a video. I got a lot of friends that own some pieces of property that I could film some videos, climbing trees and shit, playing in the creek, catching some fish. I'm going to make a video. I'm going to send it in. Are they going to accept me? Absolutely not, but I'm still going to do it. Moving on. Costco is now selling 27-pound buckets of mac and cheese. In our early days on the Sip and Serve, we talked about mac and cheese. I don't know how many episodes. We were talking about, what was it? You love it with pineapple. Baked mac and cheese, pineapple mac and cheese, all kind of microwavable mac and cheese, smoked mac and cheese, pissed me the fuck off. I thought it was pineapple that pissed you off. Well, the pineapple did too. It it was smoked with pineapple inside of it. It wasn't good. It was fucking terrible. Now Costco is coming out with 27-pound buckets full of mac and cheese, boys. What are the thoughts on this? Is this for like a uh, like a graduation or maybe a wedding or who the fuck's carrying a twenty seven pound bucket of concrete out the Costco door? <laughs> I don't know. It's, uh, this is the first that I've heard of it. Yeah, me it's, too. I, Corey with the case sent it to the yeah. group text about two weeks ago. We haven't got to it. I wanted to bring it up. He's here. You guys are here. Roush, I know you're a big mac and cheese guy. Could we use it this weekend? I mean, I, uh, should we do a little preface on what, what's going on? But should, uh, maybe we could. There you go. It's Wednesday night. We're getting ready to head down to Lake Norris for a Labor Day weekend trip. We have 12 people going with us. I don't think we could eat 27 pounds of Yeah, that sounds like a lot. That, that is a lot like, of fucking mac like and cheese. five pounds would be plenty. Exactly. For, 27 pounds? That's got to be a fucking... That's, for two, a, that's almost two and a half pounds a person. Yeah, I mean, that's, oh, there's no way. You better start eating that shit if you want to get on Survivor. So Put what, on is, this, what is this for, like a... Uh, Company picnic, family reunion. Yeah, but family they getting it from they getting it from Costco though. They're getting that shit catered. I mean, come on. I mean, maybe that's a lot of fucking mac and Costco, cheese. Costco. I feel like Costco and Sam's Club are used for like concession stands. So maybe they're planning on using it for like football games yeah, and shit. Maybe, but do you think like even a big ass football crowd? Say you can get a plate of like. I've a, never had mac and cheese at a football game. I haven't either. But by yeah. God, if it's up on the menu, I might give it a whirl. Uh, maybe, maybe you could like buy a meal. You could have like a hot dog and mac and cheese. Hot dogs and mac and cheese. <laughs> Cut the dog up. You could have that as a meal and you could save five bucks for a hot dog and a side of mac and cheese, whatever. I think it could go out of football game buck. That's not a bad idea, but man. How much was it? You guys know I, the price? I don't know. No, I didn't say no, the price. No price. I, I just saw, I think Barstool or something put it out and I gotcha. screenshotted it you, and I was like, oh, that's you, us. You could have a, 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 a whole episode or, you know, a, a blurb of an episode on, on the podcast about Costco and Sam's Club buys. There's some crazy shit you can get at those places. Like, I, it's wild. Tell some me something because I know you got memberships. What's yeah, one of the I, I crazier there, things you've seen? I, I was there today. Like, uh, you can you can walk in there and get... 75 box of condoms. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Buck, you could probably roll through that in a week, couldn't you? Uh, maybe ten years ago. <laughs> hey, you, you, I saw there was a toilet in there for sale. A toilet. I've never think it. And like, you Sam's think it Club? You think it bulk? I swear, there's flooring. You can buy like uh, flooring for you remodel in your house. You can buy flooring in there. It's usually cheaper and and things like that. But like a seventy, like he said, seventy five thing box of condoms. But there's a seventy five thing of Twinkies. Like how many Twinkies you really need? I mean, there's some wild stuff in there. Like coolers you can get. Yeti coolers in some of them and like and it's usually a better price is what I'm saying I mean so there's good deals you don't have to buy in bulk you just get random items in there I've got all my like boombox stereos with the microphone that we take on all the trips Sam's Club every time cheaper than Walmart oh yeah I mean wait uh, I don't know about much cheaper but maybe 40-50 bucks that's still a hell of a savings yeah that is I mean I do I don't have a membership or our in-law or my in-laws do but I truly enjoy just walking in there and just shashaying around you know, just perusing. Yes. 
I'll tell you. I'll tell you at this, looking at that, and then if something catches my eye, guess what? You buy it. We're fucking we're getting buying it. that now. If you go to like a Kroger or a Walmart, their meat selections aren't very good. I mean, they're they're just not good. Like we talked about ClickList a few weeks ago. I ClickList a simple steak today. Guess what? Out of order. Didn't have a steak for me at the whole Kroger. Guess what? You go to Sam's Club, there you're going is. to buy the biggest, baddest fucking ribeye, and there's going to be a I four or five there. pack. That's what I should have started Any with. kind of steak you want, any Absolutely. kind of pork product, hamburgers, it doesn't matter. You can buy it there. I think Sam's Club, is this a hot take? I doubt it, because if you've been there, you already know. If you go back to the meat selection... It's the best around. It's fire. Oh, and they have, like, I don't know if you guys so much know about it, but there's choice and there's prime. They have, like, great cuts back there. Like, it's thick. Like, you can get whatever you want. They have pre-made meals where you just throw it in the oven and you're getting out enchiladas oh, or oh, whatever. Yeah. The, you know, good. chicken alfredos. Yeah, or you just say, throw it in the oven. The pasta. Oh, the, yeah. The pasta pans is already pre-made. Pre-made. All, all you do is put some foil on top. Throw it in the oven. It gives you directions right on top, and it's like handmade. It's not like something you would buy from like a, a company or you know they make it in the back. They set it out there. And it's ready to go. Voila, breakfast. Get about the curveball, Ricky. Give him a heater. Sitting here talking about meat, make my mouth wet. I'm about to drop some fucking facts on you. Let's do it. The best meat in town is the save a lot. <laughs> I'm talking pork chops, ribeyes, tomahawk steaks, prime rib, ribeye steaks, you name it. It's in those. Damn, sounds like my father. And they just, oh, great prices, man. Great prices. save a lot. And they're not thin. They're not chimping you. But what's your prime time meat? What's your favorite to take home and cook? I mean, I don't really cook it. If I do, it's ribeye, but to go out and eat, it's going to be a prime rib. Okay. (sighs) All right. All right. So save a lot is the go-to. Now, secrets. I've heard a lot of people talk about the fried chicken. That's sack and That's save. That's sack and save, bud. Shit, save you a lot, sack up. and save, save. Oh, fuck. Damn it. Yeah. Close, that, though. That one has Close. good chicken, though. Oh, save a lot has great fried yeah, chicken. It just doesn't compete with sack and save. I learned something today. I always thought the sack and save and the save a lots were like in cahoots together. So they're, they're they might be. I don't know. They're totally different companies. We're not sure. I mean, it's different names. Okay. We don't fact check, but yeah. I'm going to say yeah. it's not the same company. It's not like a family. It's kind of like a family dollar and a dollar tree. They're not the same company. They just provide the same. Cheap services. All right. Or products. All right. So we got off the mac and cheese a little Jeez. bit there. <laughs> Costco 27 pound buckets. Are we in or out? Out. How do you. Out. out. One thing I forgot to ask. Give me a heater. Man. How the fuck do you even. How do you cook it out of a bucket? It's already got to be cooked. You're just probably going to put it in just a, gonna, a foil thing and bake it. Bake it and just heat warm it up, up a little bit? Yep. Okay. All right. That makes sense. It's got to already be cooked. Yeah. I, I think you just scoop it out into like a bowl and you just have an individual servings and you just eat on how, it. How do you month. cook? There's 27 How do you put it in a, a fucking deep freezer, Corey? We're talking a, yeah. we're talking a four-gallon bucket. But, but think about how many like Frigid aluminum water. foil pans you're going to have to have to dump that out and spread it out evenly to actually cook it. 27 pounds. I mean, at least four to five. It's mind fucking me. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of mac and cheese. It's mind fucking me. Let's get into the main segment. We're already fucking a yeah. half hour in. Let's get into the main segment here. The biggest life changes. Now, guys, I've broke this down into age categories. We're going to start in zero to 10. We're going to go 10 to 20, 20 to 30, 30 to 40, and 40 and up. Now, these are age categories. So from age, you know, your firstborn to age 10 your biggest life changes, and then we're going to go 10 to 20 years old, and we'll keep going. So I don't know if you guys really understand, so I'm going to explain it to you here. From 0 to 10, I wrote down, the intro- it's your introduction to life. 
You're being born. You're learning how to walk. You're learning how to talk. You're learning new things. You're being the cub. Exactly. It's your first experience in school, zero to 10. You're, it's your intro to sports. You're think a sponge, about, dude. Think about us playing our first basketball game at the YMCA or our Little League T-ball game. Also, it may be your first crush. At 10 years old, I was kind of interested in girls. I mean, you know, you're, you're running around chasing girls, maybe touching a little ass here and there on the playground, blowing them a kiss. Ta- it was always tag. Exactly. <laughs> you're, but, you're playing tag and you don't go tag. for the shoulder. You go no, you, right go, for the butt you cheek. go right for the butt cheek. Got we you. know that. Gotcha. Got yeah, now come get me. You're it. Another thing I wrote down is you're going to experience, most likely, your first vacation in that point in time. That's a good point. Your first beast trip. That you maybe, remember. Maybe that you'll Walt, remember. Maybe Walt Disney let's, World. Let's you're not gonna go see Mickey Mouse. Let's not forget Christmas and holidays. Oh yeah, that's why yeah. I wanted to, I wanted to bring this up. So let's let's funnel in oh, so zero I, to I, ten. I what do we got? No, go ahead. I'm, Christmas I'm gonna and, say like your first major holiday to which you can actually understand what's going on. Yeah. So Christmas, like you actually know the night before that you know, Christmas Day is Santa, Santa cookies, Santa's the whole yes. yeah. I would say probably from age four on. Christmas is you remember. Christmas is your thing as a kid. It was mine. I mean, it's still it. I mean, I mean, yeah, exactly. Christmas is still the best holiday. We all know that at age thirty-two. But you know, when you're four to five to six years old, those are the best Christmases. I mean, you go out and you open up your Power Ranger or you open up your uh, X Man figure, whatever it was. I loved them as a kid. Mine was a. Uh, remember those trucks that were like you could sit in, but it had a backhoe on the back. Tonka, and, and yeah, you could actually Tonka. work. Tonka you could trucks, actually dig and stuff. But you were you were in the truck. Yeah, that used, sounds like a pretty big one. I mean, it, 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 wasn't it, Tonka, it, it was pretty big, like a I, Power Wheels thing. Yeah, it was kind of like a. It wouldn't move necessarily. It had like pedals that you could stare, but then you could turn the wheel around and work the backhoe. Roush, what are you thinking? Zero to ten. I mentioned this before we started. I, I came at it a different way. wasn't sure how to how to um you know interpret it, but I was thinking more along the lines like. Some of the mem- you talked about Christmas and things like that. Some of the memories that I remember and how I handled it was like spending the night with like my friends for the first time without my mom, freaking out. That was one of the big yeah. crazy things to me. I, I, I had a tough time doing that, and that was you know I always thought someone's gonna have my mom while I'm at my friend's house. You know, yeah, L- little dumb things like that was crazy to me at I, that age, and I was probably five, exactly six years I mean, old. You go to your first sleepover, yeah, like sleepover. May- maybe a birthday party. I remember one of my first sleepovers, one of my buddies, we were watching Jason. My dad was a huge Friday the 13th fan, and we were all in the living room. We all had our sleeping bags out. We're talking Power Rangers. We're talking Mickey Mouse. We had Ninja them all. Turtles. Exactly. We had them all laying out in front of the TV. There's probably six or seven of us. And one of the kids started crying. We're like, what the hell happened? Pissed himself all the way down the sleeping bag. Sleeping bag was full of piss. Reminds me of Uncle Buck. Just full of piss. Drunk and he Buck. said he said he got scared because of the movie. Yeah. It was a slasher. Friday the thirteenth. Isn't it crazy though? It's crazy that you remember that kind of shit, but that is right. Your first sleepover through that age. Oh yeah, I remember something else I remember when I was young is like understanding when you start to understand, you know, speech and talk talking all that, but like the context of things like cuss words that once you understood it was bad, then you would like sneak it behind your parents' back and say say a cuss word, shit. Yeah. And then you tell your friends about it and be like, I said shit. Yeah. And then your parents would give you the look, like, what did you just say? And you'd say, oh, nothing. It, you knew no, it was bad. Exactly. Then. You understood the context. You would like, walk away just, with your tail tucked. You're, you're molding your, you know, you're getting molded into something and you're, you're trying to figure it out along the way. And, and th- think about it, those years were pretty wild. Yeah. I mean, it's not so often nowadays, but I'm still going to do it. But if I ever have a child, your first ass whooping. 
That's a good one. You get your belt I remember or you it. get the hand, whatever it is. You're going. I mean, if you misbehave, you're going to get something. And you know, age zero through ten, that's the prime time. Oh yeah. Because once you get older than ten, you're really. I mean, you know better. You're really. You might get whooped still, but you know what I mean. Yeah, you're getting bigger punishment than getting an ass whooping when you're above ten. Exactly. I, mean, I don't know what that'd be, but you could get in some trouble. And we can you know? get into that ten to twenty range yeah, yeah. more through that. But anything else you guys want to hit on, Corth K? You got anything that comes to your mind, age zero through ten? At first, when you were describing what we were doing, I thought. Like life changing, like you're not, when you're in that age, you learn how to use the bathroom. That's pretty life changing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. No, no. no, no, no that's more. what I first. No, that's I had a, that's I had what I originally thought key. first. Okay. Yeah. That's what I thought too. Like yeah. things yeah. personally that no, like that was pretty <laughs> life changing to me. I not like a genre. Exactly. Be outside. So or whatever. potty training. Yeah. Zero through ten, you're learning how to be potty trained. That's I would say that's probably top five. Yeah. I'm or, glad you brought that up. Yeah. Like you said, learn how to play sports. That that was that's yeah, another, I mean that was another one that was the other one I was going. You guys said play sports, but for me that was become, starting becoming a fan of sports. I still remember watching Brett Favre in the Super Bowl in '97, and then in '98 when it was Brett Favre versus John Elway. I still remember. I where remember I, that. I remember that's where what I was, was for both games. Yeah, I was. I have a bunch of Bronco memorabilia saying Super Bowl champs. John Elway was them. my my dude. And then same with Jordan in the '90s. I don't remember the early. Three peat, but I remember the last two mm. games of the last Utah three Jazz. Peat. I was playing the Jazz and all yeah. of them. Still remember Game Six when Jordan lightly pushed, lightly uh, Russell uh, Russell over yep. to hit that last shot, and just remember thinking that was the last shot Michael Jordan's ever going to make. I never thought that. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't in the in the moment yeah, enough to but, figure all that out. Watching sports was, was big for me, and I, I no. guarantee it was. It was for me too because I mean I grew up. My dad was a basketball coach, so you know just learning how to dribble. Going to the practices, learning the game. Oh, yeah. Uncle Buck, you're you're the same way. I mean, your dad lived and breathed football. Uh, you, you grew up with shoulder Pee-wee pads on your shoulders coach. and freaking your helmet on. I mean, Charles Woodson watching the Michigan. Tell us about that yeah. shit, man. Zero through ten, that was your time, wasn't it? I mean, nobody wants to see that shit or hear about it. But why the hell not? That's what up, we're talking. Zero I, through ten, it's your chance. I mean, it was. I would, you would wake up every Saturday morning, and it was either Michigan football playing on ABC because Ohio State hadn't played yet. Or Notre Dame on NBC. Like, those were the two primetime footballs. And I just remember sitting down on the couch and thinking, one of these days, I'm playing in that big house. <laughs> well, that didn't happen. But, <laughs> by God, I've watched a couple of games. There. there was a lot of boys that thought that. Let's yeah. say that. You know, age 0 through 10, there's a few images that are stuck in my mind in the sports world. And then we can move on to 10 through 20. One of them is Charles Woodson with the rose in his mouth at the national championship. I think that's what really got me going to be a Michigan fan till this day. And also Michael Jordan jumping from the foul line. Yeah. And then the other one, after he hit the shot, he, he runs and jumps at midcourt and jumps in the air and does a fist yeah. pump. Those three images are like my childhood those, memories from those sports. Three, those three images have all made millions of dollars in posters too, probably. No, you're right because we got one hanging. I'll right say there. they're probably yeah. in here somewhere. We got that's one a, right there. That's, 80, yeah. that's 89 though. That's the dunk contest. Right. I just but, but yeah. you know I remember uh, yeah. watching highlights and stuff like that growing yeah. growing up. Well, Corey was a guy. He's a fucking <laughs> sports encyclopedia. Yeah, but you know what I mean? Like stuff like that. You learn the game, shit like that. At zero through ten. Man, I thought of one last one before we go because you wanted to go to ten to twenty. What about movies? I know we've hit movies, but when we're younger, like I we, we mentioned that, a bunch yeah. of 90s movies there a while back when you had a list of what came out in the 80s and 90s and 2000, what was better. And we all like 90s movies because that's when we grew up. 
more learning all the new stories oh, yeah. and everything. I mean, yeah. I mean, you think about the Disney movies, Aladdin, Lion King. Uh, the Little Mermaid, Beauty and the Beast, about, all those, oh, Snow yeah. White and the Seven Doors, all those were our prime time childhood, age zero sure. through ten. Well, and then you have like Red Rats and uh, you know yeah. all the yeah. all the great nineties TV shows, Saved by the Bell, and yeah. all those things yeah. that we Boy grew Meets up. World, Family Matters. Then you then you had like the movies like The Mask mm-hmm. and like movies like that, you know, like that came out in that time, and then it, it led into brought that up. And for you. believe it or not, I was probably age like seventeen before I realized. TV shows were on a like thirty minute schedule. Yeah, they weren't. Oh, I thought you, you know like what I'm saying. Like uh, you could, time. I didn't realize you could base your watch off when the fucking TV show really? was going to end. You didn't know there was a guide. <laughs> well, <laughs> I didn't know they were like thirty minute. Like if it's twelve fifteen, I didn't realize. Oh, there's only fifteen minutes left to this TV show before it's over. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? All right. All so right. I was kind of slow on that aspect <laughs> when it came. <laughs> you guys remember uh, the TV show? He's talking about Saved by the Bell, Boy Meets World, all those things. TGIF. TGIF, yeah. Yeah. thank God it's Friday or yeah. whatever. And yeah, that's when all the shows and like Friday nights when I was a kid. Yeah, those were great. My parents probably loved it because I would want to stay home and stay at my grandma's or something because she had cable or whatever it may be and watch those shows because they go out and do whatever the hell they want. Me and Monk were glued to the couch, man. Yeah, TGIF, man. I mean, uh, you said we're going to move on, but if we keep going, keep, keep talking. Talk. What I've about got one more thing? What too. about our first fucking snow day? Oh, yeah. Sledding for the first time. Yeah. Sledding. We used to sled. We'd all get together yes. and go sledding. We'd pull. I, I always had fullers and stuff. We'd always hook up a sled behind the fuller or and go karts. Oh yeah. But is that oh. zero through ten, or is that more along the lines of twelve and fourteen? I would say that we, we can get to. Mine probably started at zero through ten, and that's. But the, yeah, it, it's. I went sledding for the first time, zero through ten. Oh, I can absolutely. say that. I think we all did. I don't know about by myself, but I went sledding for the oh. first time. How about this? We'll end it on this. Your first gaming system. Yeah. The original Nintendo in the early 90s. Oh, N64. Sega. Sega. Yeah. Those Sega. were all early 90s in our, you know, our growing up period, 0 through 10. Well, it, a, uh, a vivid memory I have, Roush, is being at your house, playing Mortal Kombat, listening to Chumbawamba. Oh, yeah. What <laughs> 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 the Just for hours. Chumbawamba? I get knocked down. Oh, and I, I get, get up, up again. again. Yeah. Okay. We're just, Shit, that is we're so just true. chilling in the back sunroom, just the playing sunroom. That's, that's Mortal Kombat, we're... listening to Chimbawamba. Why were they had CD players just on repeat? Dude, we got a Sega, and that's all we fucking played was <laughs> Mortal Kombat. Yeah, in that age group, I loved NSYNC and Backstreet Boys. Yeah, NSYNC. Is that more a 10, 11 ish, or is that? No, it's more a girl thing. Well, I'm telling you right now, <laughs> I right listened at, to it. It was right at 10. Well, I, okay. they, I mean, was, that was 99, 2000. I was out. That was the shit so my I sister was, was listening or, to, like Hanson, the Mbop, and all that shit. Oh. Uh, I had a list. She lived upstairs. I guess you were a Nickelback guy. <laughs> no, yeah. not a Nickelback yeah. guy. Yeah. Okay. I remember hating country music that age, though. And now it's didn't we all? primarily that's all we listen to. Yeah. All we listen you to. You bring up like NSYNC and Backstreet Boys. I didn't listen to music, but I wanted to dress like them. Oh, we all did. Oh. You know? What was that Abercrombie and Fitch song? Uh, Ninety eight degrees. Damn, yeah, Waters, that was quick. It? Yeah, pretty sure. It's How's it go? Was. Come on, I boys, like girls who wear Abercrombie. <laughs> yeah, take and her if I have one, one wish. Yeah, okay. okay. <laughs> we <laughs> get down the in summer. the summer. All right, let's go in back to Chumbawamba. <laughs> let's go back to Chumbawamba. All right, so that's zero through ten, right, guys. So, I mean, we talked about a lot on that, so keep that in mind. We're going to pick the age bracket which your life changes the most. So here we go, 10 through 20. Here's a few things that I wrote down, and you guys can branch off me. Athletics, 10 through 20. We're talking Little League Baseball, Junior High Basketball, High School Football, into college, 
college sports. Those athletics, it's a wide variety right there, age 10 through 20. Hobbies. At the age 10, you start thinking about stuff that you really like. Yeah. I started collecting like collectibles you guys can see up there. I started collecting shoes. Just shit that you really like that you want to start collecting. You get into hunting. Stuff that you really enjoy doing in your, you know, your free time. Dating girls and boys. Girls, girls, girls age 10 through 20. That's all you, that's, I mean, that's what you think about. We talked about in 0 through 10, we started playing tag. Well, guess what? Age 10 through 20, we started thinking about a little bit more. Advanced. Playing things, strip, things strip a little more important. Yeah. Strip tease and padiddle. <laughs> yeah. fuck, fuck tag. Spin the bottle. <laughs> shit like that. You're taking, you're taking the words out of all my, my 10 through 20 because I literally wrote girls, girls, girls. The I fr- said dating. Yeah, I mean, yeah. That's, 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 when, you, that's when you start. Oh, oh, okay. I'm not playing tag with them. I'm not picking them anymore. Like, I'm picking them because I like them. Exactly. Well, I, think, I think my number one, though. I is, want you to be mine. My number yeah. one is going to be the first time I drove my car without my parents yeah, in it. That's what I was My license, yeah, that's for sure. Way, yeah. Yep. For sure. I, yep. We're going to get back to that. Puberty. You start growing. You yep. see your first hairs popping out. Remember that day you seen that first underarm hair, and you're like, oh, boy. Here it <laughs> My is. My nuts are going to drop, yeah. baby. <laughs> and then you see that first pube on your ball sack. You're like, what is that thing? <laughs> okay. So I got out of the shower one day. I was probably like 12. And I look down, and I'm sitting at – my little chubby ass is sitting at the foot of my bed, and my dick is just sitting there. And I look down, and I see my first pube. My first words out of my mouth was, Mom! <laughs> She came running in. I said, "Look at this! Look at this!" She was Uh, happy. I I was Uh, extremely excited when all that happened to me because I was like everybody before me. It happened to. I was like a late bloomer. Like it was into freshman year when I was getting like uh, armpit hair. You, yeah, yeah. Think about my buddy, buddy. He had all this shit in fifth grade. <laughs> Troy, <laughs> same thing. Exactly. Troy, Troy was the tallest kid in fourth and fifth grade. My and now he's the shortest. My butt, my uh, nuts, my nuts uh, didn't uh, drop but. until I went into my freshman year. That's a true story. Yeah, mine was good going into my sophomore, getting my license. Yeah, you know, that right. I mean, that's crazy. And yeah. buddy, he's sitting here with a fucking twelve inch Johnson in fifth grade with chest <laughs> hair. He had a fucking mustache jumping for sixth grade basketball. I mean, what the fuck? Yeah, you, you think about those things and all the the innocence and all that and how how great it was. And, but then you think about the later years in ten to twenty and something that I that I wrote down that really stuck out to me was in that time frame they want us to pick out what we want to do for the rest of our life. That's crazy. That man. is the dumbest. I, to this day, I still think it's crazy that they expect us to know what we want to do. Like you know, if you go to college, you go to a trade school, or you don't even go to school, but you still want to get into a career path. That is bullshit. I'm still figuring my shit At out. At age 16, 17, yeah. what the fuck? We're, we're not thinking about that. No. We're thinking about the basketball game we got to play in, the baseball game we got to play in, the, what chick I'm going to go hang out with and afterwards. I'm thinking about that hot blonde with the big old titties up there in the third yeah. row. I'm thinking about <laughs> how cool would my car would be with underglow. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> how big can my system be? Yeah, you know, exactly. Shit like that. I wasn't thinking about like, man, I want to be an accountant. I want to be a CPA. Fuck that. No one's thinking of that. No. And that's the things they expect out of us. Well, that's bullshit. But I kid on the driver's license because I got that road. Well, I mean, I it's just uh, taking the dude like you and I went out for the first. You probably rode with me for the first time with me having the license. I guarantee, and it scared the shit out of me. Oh, and that Firebird, Chillicothe, back and forth, probably forty-five times. Yeah. Mom would slip me a ten and say, "Make it last," yeah, and it would, and it, it didn't would. last. But <laughs> a ten would last. But the thing is, back no. in the day, you, we and you could go to McDonald's three times that day and still yeah. get off the dollar menu and enjoy it. Yeah. That's what we would do. We'd go for breakfast. We'd come back to Frankfurt. We'd go for lunch. Uh, and we'd go back at night. Yeah, I mean, we would really do it. Exactly. <laughs> That's damn right. 
And I would never forget the Firebird, white, beautiful. Did it have blue stripes or something? This is probably in what, 2007, Buck got his license. No, 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 no 2005. There you go. 2005, sorry. I was later than him, so I was 2006. Yeah, then that Okay, around, around that age, 2005, 2006, Buck got his license. And this is a beautiful white car sitting in his driveway. And it, it was a V6, but we still thought it was the baddest oh, motherfucker He scared the around. shit out of me on Frankfurt Car Show Park. I'll never forget his it. His dad put navy blue stripes with the maze, like, outside stripe yeah, on it. pinstripes it, on the outside of yeah, it. Yeah, it was like two, it was a two-tone pinstripe down the middle, Michigan collars. And I just thought, God damn, dude, you got it going on tinted windows. He had, he had the Kenwood system in it, bumping the fucking <laughs> T-tops off the thing. You couldn't even keep them things latched. Oh, and we man. thought we were the coolest kids. We would do burnouts at every stop sign. Every one of them. He, I guarantee he got new tires every six months because them things were gone. We would drive 60 mile an hour down my road that the studio's on. It's 25 mile per hour speed limit. And I would put my seatbelt on and close my eyes and hope we made that turn. <laughs> Every time. But that's just, you know, that's just being a kid, man. Everybody did it. You're telling me once you got your first car, you didn't go find the nearest straight stretch and see how fast that fucker oh, yeah. could go. That was probably Because the every times. kid did it. Oh, yeah. You find that straight stretch and you just gas it. Rolski, I remember a lot of times because I had my license way before you did and you were always hopping in with me. And man, our parents are pretty lenient. Let us stay out, you know, maybe 10, 30, 11 o'clock, you know, nothing crazy, but late enough we used to hit a lot of back roads and, and talk about a lot of shit yeah oh yeah the back roads were something yes they were driver's license that's got to be a top five age 10 through 20 yeah that's top three for sure how about this a top two birthday of all time 18th birthday has got to be top two 18 and 21 are my yeah. top two birthdays you could buy your tobacco you could get into clubs at that point. Yeah, lottery that's ticket. your first strip club experience if you want to go in strip clubs we love them here Age 18, you're allowed to get in. You can't drink, but you can get in. I don't know if I went to one until I was uh, of age to drink. Right. Yeah. I don't think I did either, but we were allowed to yeah, go. I didn't think about that. I would say uh, first school dance, man. Oh, that's a good one. I didn't have that. that. We're going to 13 there. How about your spring dance? <laughs> yeah, a little eighth grade, eighth millenni grade. Oh. millennial dance action. Yeah, but what about your first when you're... little grindage? Oh, yes. That first chub? At a dance? Yeah, and you show up to that first dance not wearing four pair of underwear. <laughs> you're, uh, you're, 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 you're doing it wrong. No, that no, that's the last time. My first dance, I I I don't even know if I fucking wore underwear. It was <laughs> it was all on it. They wasn't liking it. They didn't know what the fuck it was. It was like they were getting poked by You it. know, Uncle Buck, that was my problem too, man. I did not suit up. I wasn't prepared. Now see that was would, the last time. I would pop a fucking wood every time hey. an ass cheek touched me. Hey, you just move to the side and let them they feel it, they do it so oh, but the thing is, at the time, I don't know if they knew what oh, it was. They, oh, they knew. They knew what it was. Oh, they, they just didn't know how to react to it. Okay, <laughs> okay. It was like a so that's why they walked away. <laughs> it wasn't because you're ugly. You're a good-looking dude. It's because you were poking them in the ass cheek with your cock. They went, and told, hey, they went and told every one of them girlfriends about it. Though. I guarantee you. He's, guarantee got his, they did. he's got his jelly roll pencil in his uh, pocket. You see that kid? You see uh, that, that was... Oh, see that kid over there with the afro? Yeah, he's horned up. And at, 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 at that time, before I even had my license, that was you talking about those things and those experiences you get to have. I used to get dropped off at the Cinema Six on Western Avenue at the movie theater. Our parents would drop us off, holding hands, holding hands. Dude, I I was hanging out with a, a girl and a, a buddy of mine that went to a different school, and he, he was dating this girl for a long time. He'd come out and tell me some of the stuff he was doing in that movie theater. I'm like, I don't. I was holding her hand. I thought I was getting somewhere, <laughs> and he's telling me all this shit, and I'm like, I got to work up the courage to do this. And it took me probably 
10 more movie tickets before I even got to the, the next base, and he's way past that base. I mean, that was the shit. Was that Western Avenue? Western Avenue. Yeah, oh, yeah. It, was, it, was, oh, it was Cinema a, 6, That man. was the time. Got a lot of memories Those in that. Those were the times. A lot of memories. How about your first job, age 10 through 20? I had one in eighth grade. I was about to say, a lot of people, you know, a lot of people worked. I never worked through high school, just eighth grade summer. Actually, you know what I did? My first job was Horizon. I worked a summer job my first year of college. I was 19. Yep, I was 19 years old. I worked at Horizon. So yeah, 10 through 20, I worked my first job. Corey with a K, your first job, was it in between 10 through 20? Yeah. Uh, Frank for pizza. As soon as I got my license, I actually worked at a a little pizza place in New Holland down the road here before Frank for pizza. Okay. Was Uh, it Lane 22? It wasn't Lane 22, but (sighs) this place was called Shorty's. That place was actually good. Lane 22 was good. This dude was an alcoholic. He was pumped because I was competent. (laughs) Like after he taught me everything, I was competent. He was like, all right, I'm going to go to the bar until 8.30. That's what he did. He walked over to the bar. There were sometimes I had to like knock on on the driver's door and told him I was leaving because he was passed out drunk in the driver's oh, seat of his car. What a, oh, boy. <laughs> hell what a boss. Well, that, yeah, that's yeah, going to... First, first job. Was, that's going to roll cool. me right into the next one. It's, how about your first sip of alcohol, 10 through 20? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean you're, you're getting there's, that no, there's no hiding that secret. No, no. Oh, I mean, you're in high school, age yeah. 15 through 18. You're... I don't care who you are. Parents out there listening, your kids are out there drinking something. They've had a sip of alcohol, I guarantee you. You can go ahead and be naive if you really want to yeah. be. Yeah, but. we all had older siblings, too. So, and they were, you know, a couple years, two to maybe four years older than us. Believe me. Yeah. We hit high school. We were drinking. We were drinking. <laughs> we were Junior trying, at least. high and high school, we kind of already hit on it. How about a graduation? You're graduating high school. You're moving on. You're getting ready to go to college. That's your, like, first big step in life, I guess, graduating high school. Everybody wants to graduate. You get through school, K through 12, and then you graduate. You get that diploma, and now... You know, the world's yours. What are you going to do? You, you know either what I mean? fuck it up or you don't, exactly. and it's all on you. Yeah, I mean, and, looking back at it, I wouldn't want to graduate. Because that means oh, you got to no. be an adult. Yes. And that shit. And that, that, I can touch on that one on the next one. But yeah, yes, this 2230 is going to be but interesting. That, but back to what you're saying, it's it's all on you and stuff like that. I mean, to, not to get off on a little rant here, but this is very quick. We went to college, and our friend Troy, we all went to the same college. And there was a couple weeks there, it, as soon as we got to college, he didn't go to class. Because he wasn't demanded to do something. He finally had a little freedom. His, his mom wouldn't wake up. His mom up. wasn't patting him on the ass and powdering his face for him when he'd wake up in the morning. And she didn't say, hey, get up and go to class. He didn't go to class. There was a come to Jesus moment. We, Me and DG had to say, hey, it's about time you go to class. <laughs> I'm not kidding. CJ, you might want to go to your first class. You might want to go to your he class. He turned out all right. Oh, he's great. But and he needed that, though. Am I going to be that guy that brings it up? Go right ahead. Your first porno? I had that on my list. Porn. I was waiting for someone to. I figured well, it been want, you, Buck. I figured it had been the first I, I didn't want to be the guy, but I guess I'll be the yeah, dude. You, well, you are that You're guy. the guy. Yeah. The first porn. No, the gateway. Lim- the gateway. Lim- the LimeWire. Lime yeah, the Playboys. Uh, All that we've talked about it. I mean, we don't have to spend a lot of time on it, but just porn in general. It you, turned us into the humans we are today. It definitely right. turned you into the human you are today. <laughs> Age 10 through 20. Age 10 through 20. Speaking of LimeWire and we're in this 10 to 20, what about music? You're finally starting to figure out what Master. kind of music you yeah. want. You're down when we were burning age, CDs. Burn, Bur- yeah, burning there, CDs. right there. Burning CDs. That was huge. Yeah, first MP3 player back in the day. Trying to figure it out and all that stuff. So just and just well, shaping your likeness in music. How too. about a CD player that didn't skip? I remember when that yeah. was popular. That was yeah. huge. Yeah. When you'd be on the bus with your headphones that would sit over top of your head. Yeah. 
you know, and then you'd be riding the bus and it, it hit a bump and it wouldn't skip and you'd be like, son of a bitch, <laughs> we've it. made it. A good one. Well, well that we would be, made it. that would be the first iPod, Let's right? Let's just talk yeah. about technology. So, the iPods, iPods. Yeah. buck hit it. I mean, think had, about Apple. Apple if, was big in 10 yeah. through, age 10 through 20. If, if you were cell phones, your first cell phone. Oh, that you first, were 17 that, years yeah. old and riding the bus to football games. Like Rouse said, you had you had a CD player. That dude that pulled the iPod out of his fucking oh, you, that was DG. His his that was pads. fucking DG. The original iPod. He had that fucking. It was a goddamn box, and it was yeah. Yeah, it was black and white yeah. screen. It was thick. I mean, it looked like a deck of cards. It was so fucking. Thick. I didn't know what the fuck that thing was, but I would he just, introduced I would me go to over Tupac to DG's California house. Love. Yeah. <laughs> I would go over to DG's house and just sit on his bed and play with his iPod and start listening to Michael Jackson music. I think <laughs> that's when I realized I like Michael Jackson. But it wasn't in love with him like DG was. Yeah, man, those are all good boys. Yeah, that, that's gonna be a hard one at the top. Ten through twenty. Yeah. Wow, that's gonna be a hard one. At the Let's top. get into twenty through thirty. Like I said earlier, the best birthday, age twenty-one. You hit twenty-one. Everybody looks forward to it. You don't have to hide behind doors drinking beer. You don't have to hide it from your parents anymore. You just go out to the bar. You get that first experience. You hand them a five-dollar bill. You get that first ice cold Bush Light handed to you. You lug her you down, it. and then damn it. That's, I mean, you can do that for the rest of your life. 21 was a big age, boys. No, it was. It was huge. I mean, you had your own money of some sort. Some you, you sort, Some yeah. way, somehow. You had your own money. You went up. Can I see your ID? Absolutely. You, you can. sure can. You sure fucking can. You know, you're proud to show that ID. Now give me another one. <laughs> Picking up women at the bar, which I never did because I was dating my wife at age 21. But there's a lot of people out there listening. I mean, that's how they, that's how they got their women. Oh, yeah. They were single guys. You go out to the bar and you just, you know, you find single women. There's a lot of things in 20 to 30 that we can talk about. That's for sure. And the alcohol is always big. You know, your first legal sip of alcohol. And that probably so, involves everything. <laughs> that it all, that kind of revolves, everything revolves around your that. Your college years. Yeah. Yeah. Your first college party. I mean, well, would that would have been like 18 or 19, 20. 18 to 22 but is when, when you're, you're in college. When you're 21, 21 and 22, you're in charge of the parties. You're running oh, that yeah. front house. You're inviting, your seniority. You're yeah, inviting yeah. the people. Oh, you're, yeah. you're you're making friends with these freshmen. Hey, freshman punk, you want a beer? Take one. Chug it. <laughs> you know, you're that guy. You're, you're the top dog at college now. And that's leading into college ends, college graduation. Ugh. When you're 22, 23 years old, you're getting out of college. You're going into the real world. The real world is the biggest smack in the face ever. It fucking sucks. Go ahead, Roush. I know you can go in on that. Oh, it sucks. I, I used to tell kids, what, you know, younger in college when I was a senior, I'm like, it, it sounds Enjoy great. It. I want to be done. I want to be done. I want to be done with college. Shit. As no, soon you as you don't. get out, real world starts. You know, you got bills, you got shit you got to pay for. You got to, you got to go out and whatever you studied in college, you got to go keep trying to do that and, and, and build your career and build your lifestyle. That first nine to five. Uh, it's honestly not that great. I mean, I mean, we're talking, about it now. we're talking ages 23, 30 and it fucking sucks. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go back to 10 through like 15, maybe. <laughs> yeah. You're telling me, I mean, 20 through 30, man. I mean, basically it's the fucking real world. Yeah, you, we're learning to be responsible. And buying your first house, getting married, yeah. shit like that. Yeah, like, let's talk about that. I mean, your first big purchase, usually yeah. 20 through 30, you buy your first like new car. Yeah. You buy your- That's like number one thing exactly. everybody usually buys. You get your first new job, say, you know what? I'm going to buy me a brand new car that's going to last me the next 10 years or whatever it and is. It, and it never does. It never does, but- <laughs> Four years later, we're buying another one. Right. <laughs> or, like Buck said, you're a homeowner now. Yeah. 
Now you got your own yard to think about. You got you got to keep your house clean. You got to buy everything for your house. You've got utilities. You've got who the fuck wants to buy laundry detergent? Uh, yeah. You know, at <laughs> age twenty four, spend money on that. Like you 25. know, you need it, but like you get in that eye and you're like, do I? Re- can I go a little longer? <laughs> yeah. I need a. You know, I'm going out Saturday night. I need a little extra money. Seven <laughs> bucks for a bottle of fucking yeah. shampoo. That's that's a back then. That was a twelve pack of natty <laughs> light. No, shit. <laughs> I do buy a good shampoo. I do too. Okay, do. So it's it, seven bucks a bottle, yeah. seven fifty. Yeah, nowadays, but For back sure. then back I would buy like no. the ninety five cent. You do. Fucking you don't have day. no hair to be buying good ass shampoo. But I gotta wear. I got dandruff. <laughs> <laughs> I buy dandruff control. <laughs> this bald head. I gotta looks keep like, that thing moist. Looks like Frosty the Snowman <laughs> over there when it gets too dry. Hey, you have your first child. Now you have a family. We talked about marriage. Yeah. What about getting married? Your wedding, wedding planning. Most 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 people are getting married in that time frame. Yeah. You know, between yeah. let's say. 24 to 30 years old i mean yeah. that's that's usually when you start a family when did you get married how old were you 31 uh, uh no i was actually uh 32 32 so i was okay. a little later i, I think i, I think i believe i was 28 i was 28 buck how old were you i think i was 25 okay so you were a little bit younger yeah how was that because we were a little bit older 20 getting married I mean, at 25 your wife's a little older than you though so a couple of months but listen we lived together for so long okay so when we got married it was just it was absolutely no difference other than ring on the finger and sign papers and a certificate saying hey you guys are now you paid the state exactly if 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 i if we get divorced she's taking everything is what it pretty much said so (laughs) (laughs) the only difference is you pay taxes together and not apart yeah yeah (laughs) career path we kind of talked about it you're working that first nine to five you're getting your first career whatever i've been through several eight through age 20 to 30 oh yeah i mean you figure it out you're figuring out life how about just figuring out life that's exactly what i got right 20 figuring life 30. out i mean and, shit. And you're talking about family and getting married stuff you're not responsible for you now you just went be, being only responsible for you but you finally got the freedom to be responsible for just you and you can only fuck it up then you get married now you're responsible for somebody else and then you have kids now you're responsible for two or three more that's hard you got one, Corey? I was just going to say, this might be the single guy in me, but you guys are all looking at his negatives. I loved it. <laughs> oh, no, 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 Damn it, Walters. He's got us all wrong. Damn, board man. Like, like all of us, like we, we finally, all of us eventually kind of got a decent job. Like we'd all go on trips Labor Day weekend like you guys are doing. Oh, we yeah. did it as a big old, like a lot bigger, even more than 12 way back in the day. Yeah. And, and just 20. Pe- people where we were started to venture out together and. People had their own money, so we could start doing a little bit different things. So I enjoyed doing yeah, that. We, we actually started making other friends too, other than because yeah. we're a very tight knit yeah, group oh, yeah. here in our small town. And we, we we all we started making other friends. Yeah. I mean, our college I, friends started hanging out more. I, with did, us. I really didn't take it in consideration, but I now realize how lucky that I am that I still have like the tight group that we have. Oh, for sure. A lot of people like, don't. There's 15 of us that you could go and ask for it, them for anything, and they'd be like. Without even blinking an eye. Give the shirt off their back. Exactly. There's also, I'm going to bounce off that buck, sorry, but like you said, there's 15 of us. Any of them 15 people, you could say, hey, you want to go to Myrtle Beach for a week? And you would have a blast. Yeah. Not a lot of questions asked Exactly. You're going to ask any of them because there's, you can't pick and choose because we're all that great of friends. That's what it is. Yeah. And I was going to bounce off that, Corey. My last one was just traveling, having yeah. the money to be able to go oh, on a yeah. vacation and enjoy Picking yourself. your own spot exactly. that you're going to. Yeah. You know, in age 10 through 20, we went wherever the parents wanted to go. Well, guess what? Age 20 through 30, we're picking it. We're picking our own resort. We're going to be the ones that buy the plane tickets, and we're going to go wherever the yep. fuck we want. Yep. And that, that was tough. That was something that was tough for me is, you know, 
we're like I said, we're a very tight knit group and everything. We always did everything together. And then I got married and then I'm like, well, you just want to do something me and you. And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, shit, I'm used to doing it with all my boys and all my friends, you know, and then, but then them are the things sacrifice. That's another one. It's like, shit, you're responsible for somebody else. Going back to that, that, you yep. know, those are the tough things that, you know, you got to think about. So now we're going to adventure into 30 and 40. Can you believe I've still never bought my own plane ticket? <laughs> no. <laughs> so age 30 through 40, this is where we are now. I'm 32. You guys are 33. So starting to feel a little bit older now, aren't we? I mean, you you can feel it in your bones. You're a little slower. You try to play some sports and, you know, keep up with the young guys. It hurts the next yeah, it day. It hurts a little bit. You wake up with your back sore, your knees are sore. Dude, I woke up the next morning after that wedding reception, <laughs> and I couldn't even walk down the steps in the camper. <laughs> Dude, my quads hurt so I got bad. my ass so low on that fucking floor. The next morning I woke up, I couldn't move my right fucking leg. Yeah. It was stuck. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's bad. I-, I named this one 30 to 40. I named it the reversal. The revol- the roles reverse. Like you, you, you're, what you always thought about your parents and everything else, you're there now. You're there. Like, you're there. Kind of crazy to think about. You're just starting to feel <laughs> old. Like I'm I'm most excited to go to the goddamn mailbox nowadays. I, like I ordered something off Amazon and I can't wait for that son yeah. of a bitch to be at the mailbox. I said some of the most exciting things in our 30 to 40s is Sunday night football. Yeah. That's what we look forward to. Yeah. We don't look forward to going out and getting that beer, you know, on a yeah. Wednesday or Thursday night. Thursday night was the big night to always go out. I just you, you don't see my ass out on a Thursday night ever anymore. You're, you're, uh, you have your own animals, Buck. Roush, I mean, you guys love your dogs. I don't have a dog. I mean, that I could live be that town, could be that could be earlier, but, at, but, at the, but for at, us at this yes. age, yeah. you know, you're well, you married, have your own place. You're yeah. comfortable. Yeah. You can have your own animal. You're not leaving to run. your dog at your parents' house. Exactly. Yeah. You guys can take care of it. Walking your dog, playing with your dog, making time for an animal, kissing your dog. Oh, that's just you. Oh. <laughs> Living life to the fullest. I think. I mean, most people. Some people. I mean, they're they're married. They have their own home. They have their career. You're, you're starting to think about the future a lot more. Big purchases. Maybe I should buy this, you know, this separate piece of land. Maybe I'm going to buy, start my own business. Maybe I'm going to, you know, buy into some big stocks and prepare for the future. Shit like that. I feel like saving money, building a 401k for your retirement funds. That starts in age 30 through 40. You think about it at age, you know, 27, 28, but once you hit, you know, where we are now, uh-huh. 33, 34, you're thinking, man, wonder what my 401k looks like. Am I set where I need to be when I turn, you know, 65 and retire? You know, that's the shit you think about when you're 32, 33, like we are right now. It's a big fucking step from being 25 and still going to the bars and renting an apartment. You know what I mean? Yeah, we're not doing it as much, are we? We're not not going to the bars as much. We're worried about those things. We're we're worried about the things that you just said. Absolutely. I mean, that's tough. Corey, what do you think your biggest change is, you know, from age 25 to where you are now? You're asking the wrong person. because I mean, I haven't really changed a whole lot. I mean, like you guys all have, you've been had weddings and moved in together with someone else. And heck, I'm kind of going backwards since the, the house market was so booming. I sold my house. I was living when, and I live with my dad now. Okay, right but now. here's but, <laughs> but, but you're but you also but, set yourself up to make yeah, another no, move yeah, here. That's what when I'm the saying. market cracks. Yeah, eventually. That's, that's what, yeah, oh, that's what I, mean, I was going to say. That's you, responsible. You I made a lot of that. money. You made a lot of money. You made a big decision to sell your house, yeah. but you're also setting yourself up for the future because I guarantee that yeah. big check in your bank account yeah, looks that, pretty fucking good right now. Yeah, that follows into what you were because you. I was just nodding my head when 
you were saying that and that's pretty much once you turn 30 you're kind of looking more towards that i had a 401k like you probably did when you're 24 or whatever you just kind of throw it in there exactly. and eventually you looked at it and be like oh that's not too bad but let's try to make it a little better exactly yeah. and nowadays you might be making a little bit more money you said instead of five percent per paycheck let's bump that up to 10 yeah. you know what i mean because you got kids to worry about, you got a family to worry about. Paying you're not, for their college, you're college. Not, that's all. You're like, not just worried about your fucking self anymore. You got a family or you know friends to worry about. Or like being you, you our look, parents. You look back at it. I bet a child now to raise oh, until they're eighteen is going to cost you a million fucking dollars. Guarantee it, mm-hmm. dude. I don't even want to think about that. that them are the things that there, I. My thirty before my thirty to forty. Yeah, it's. I'm not saying depressing because I'm excited for it, but those. It's. It's. It, it kind of is depressing because that's the things that you know preparing for your kids' college. Like, they're the things I wrote just, down. It just you sucks. Know, money. That, it's, it revol- Everything revolves around money. I feel like you know. It would be cool if they made up a system to where when you're twenty five or thirty, twenty nine. That there's something you can't do until you are, you know, 35. You know, something to shoot for. I realize retirement's out there. If you, like, a retirement's a big thing. You want to reach out at certain ages to retire. Well, let's come up with something that when you're 37, you turn 37, you can do shit that nobody else can. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, kind of like you're 21. Maybe you, know, you can go out. But something at 37. Maybe you can go out when you turn 37, and you can. You can rob a fucking convenience store and not get in trouble. <laughs> you get away with it. You <laughs> slap on the it's, yeah. it's just a misdemeanor at that yeah, point. It's you know? just, nothing happens to you. You can't use a firearm or anything, but by God, you can go show them that nice stick and say, fucking give me the money. Yeah. <laughs> you know what, Doc? I, I never like that. I never thought of it that way. I, 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 I kind of like that. Because, yeah, you know what? You're, you're always looking forward. It's all yeah. downhill is what you're saying. It's all downhill. Yeah, when you're in between 30 and 40, what the fuck it. you got to look forward to? Yeah. Absolutely fucking uh, nothing. 652 tea times. Hey, six fifty-two tea times and six fifty-two bedtimes. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Hot damn, baby. Not far off on that. So this is what we got to look forward to. This is the last one we're going to cover. We're just going to call this one the forty and up. I haven't experienced that. We haven't experienced it. I mean, we're just going off what we know from our peers. Forty and up. All I got wrote down is getting old. You're watching your kids graduate. You're watching your kids grow. You're watching your kids get married. You're experiencing the house for the first time by yourself. Your Empty kid, nest. Your yep. kids I move the down. fuck out. Yep. You and your wife have to find new hobbies. You know, oh. your kids aren't there. You're not watching them play sports. They're gone to college. Say they don't play. You know, you're look, are you looking forward to your kids coming home on the weekends? Maybe a Probably. little bit. Yes. But let's say your kids are graduated. They're fucking married now. You're you 55. You're 60. You don't want to stay at home. Should, should we say grandkids at this point? Yeah, exactly. We got grandkids. Now you're really looking into retirement. Say you're 55. Say, oh, man, I got, you know, five to 10 more years and I'm really going to be bored. Do I want to quit work? Get a side job just to stay busy? You're going to do shit that you've never done it's before like, just to stay busy. Waking up in the morning, you're taking that first cup of coffee while you're you're reading the whatever it is by then. It's probably not going to be a fucking newspaper, but, you know, reading an article on your iPad wondering if these egg whites are going to come out solid or soft. <laughs> if you're going to blow the fucking bathroom up. Yeah. I mean, do you get into politics at that point and read the newspaper you, you and you read all this shit? Everything you just said, you covered... All the bases there, and and I wrote down it's scary. I don't even want to think about it. I wrote that down. Yeah, I said it's scary, empty nesting. Kids will be graduating, hopefully, etc. I mean, yeah, it's it's kind of scary. I guess the only thing I can say, looking forward to, is I'll be able to travel a lot more. You'll be able to, you know, experience the world, 
and have the money in a, yeah, 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 in a different I mean, perceptive that you you've seen it now. I mean, I would love to go to Egypt and yeah, see with the your fucking, spouse too. Yeah, I mean, it, I, I'm, check out the pyramids, go to Greece, see all that fun shit that you you know you looked or tried to side eye that your whole life up to this point it might have been too expensive. Too expensive. You had other shit it, to worry about, it, but now it's just like absolutely well, fuck it. Let's I'm do gonna it. live it, my life. It, isn't that the crazy that that's something that I've I've kind of lived my life this way, thinking that way it, so far is it's shitty that we have to wait till we're 50, 55 ish to enjoy the things that you know. It's just the pyramid that we've built, you know, in society, yeah. and, and it's, it's just. It's the way it works. But it does suck They think about it. Imagine you have enough money to, I don't know, uh, buy an airplane and then you can go skydive like, or buy a, buy a boat to wakeboard. I'm not 55 years old getting behind a boat and wakeboarding or anything like that. You know what yeah. I mean? It, it, you have the money finally, but your body, your age, your, your mindset is off the things that you thought about. I can't wait till I can afford this. I can do that. I can do that. You're playing catch up the whole time. Once you get there, your mindset shifts. Like he said, now you, you finally want to go to Egypt and Greece and all that stuff. You know, it's just, it's it's a crazy thing to think about how, how our lives are set up. And honestly, we have to wait that long. Honestly, say at this time frame, I'm actually going to give my Pornhub history a break. Because <laughs> at that point, I'm either going to be... 40 and up? Yeah. Either that point, I'm not going to be able to get it up or time, I'm going to be blind. Look, I'm giving, you, I'm giving you 50 and up. <laughs> Let's just talk about the little blue pill. Yeah. 40 and up. Blue chew, baby. Yeah. <laughs> No free ads. No plugs. Yeah, no, no plugs. No free ads My on Bluetooth. Like that's, do you look forward to taking that thing? Absolutely not. And you know what? I'd like to take one now to see what it's like. At 30. We're in a room full of guys, Roush. <laughs> well, not right now, but at 30. At some point in my younger years, why not? Nose goes. Get a, get a rager and see how long she lasts. At 32 years old, I can honestly say, Could've I don't. <laughs> Looking at the fucking pineapples and you're just raged. <laughs> <laughs> Baby's arm holding an apple. <laughs> At 32 years old, I can honestly say I don't see myself in the next 20 years having any trouble getting her up. I mean, you don't know. I know. You I know. Have, dude, you, you can have a my right wife now. can knock fucking on, my no. wife can side eye me walking in in her little school dress and what I could be like, baby, let's go. What if what if a bad kidney stone and that fucking ruins your shit? Yeah, okay, knock on wood. What sorry. if something happened? Mm. Never mind. Okay. Dangle set. But I'm just gonna say I, I think I'm strong enough down in that region that I can I can last for the well, maybe next. Use, maybe you're using it all up now. You ain't got nothing left in the you tank. You know what, Roush? I sure as hell hope not. <laughs> he's got a superpowers from last week to take. Yeah, 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 he's yeah. All right. you're right. <laughs> yeah, by the by, what I heard, they need to get some new kitchen chairs up there, right? Fuck you. Oh, I had a few other things wrote down. I said, how about we talked about big purchases. How about a retirement home? Maybe you have two houses now. Vacation home. Vacation yeah, home. You stay you stay there in the winter and you come back to your hometown in the summer. You don't want to stay in the cold weather when you're old and brittle. Snowbirds, is that what they call yeah, them? Yeah, a little snowbird. Fly down to Florida, buy oh, your ass man. a house. I wouldn't. Oh, For me, that's, that's going to be the opposite. Mind. It's going to be uh, vacation home in Ann Arbor. During football season. Oh, fuck. Oh, Buck, shit. That's cold. Yeah. That's season tickets. Cold. Season tickets. Front row. Uh, she's going to be a they Michigan don't sell, fan. They don't sell t-shirts in Michigan in that time frame. It's all long sleeve or sweatshirts, bud. Yeah. You don't even Fucking have to wear a shirt there, bud. And last but not least, death. <laughs> you get old, everybody dies, man. Nobody we lives all, forever. Hey, we, all got a t- we all got an expiration date. You're damn right. Everyone so that's knows. what you got to worry about. And we're not going to talk a whole lot about it, but let's go back through. 0 through 10, 10 through 20, 20 through 30, 30 through 40, 40 and up. What do you guys think is the biggest life-changing age group? That's tough, 10 through 20. Okay. I think for me. Okay. For multiple reasons, you know, the whole 
you know, getting into figuring out relationships, but also going from, you know, little league sports to going into competitive sports. College. College, then, yes. It's not even like high school, a junior out of high school. It's going in from high school to college. That's a huge change. That's that's a tough uh, well, well you're, you're talking 10 through 20. This is 10 through 20. You're talking fourth grade? Yeah. Fi- and then you're going grade. into your second year of college. Sophomore year. Yeah, that's a huge, yeah. yeah. You learn crazy. a lot of shit and your body changes, everything changes, yeah. life changes. 10 through 20 is a good one. I think that's the most change. I think that was your question, but it is 10 through 20 is probably, or 20 through 30 is the most fun. Can we go with that? Yeah, I, 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 <laughs> I agree with that. I agree with that one. And I agree. I think I'll go to zero through 10 and not so much zero to five or six, but from six to 10 years old, some of the members we had that I have of little league baseball and, and all, all my friends sleeping over and all the, all the, the shit we used to do, you Fuck know, you Eagles. <laughs> Fuck you. Okay. So, what do you think, Buck? You you guys both say 10 yeah, through 20. Yeah, change. That 10 through 20. 20. 10 okay, through Buck, 20. what are you what are you thinking here? It's a big decision. I mean, we just spent 45 I mean, minutes talking about this. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to say I haven't experienced yet, man. I'm going to say that some shit's going to change my life, and I feel like it's going to be between the 30 to 40 range that I'm going to learn more about myself and like my family okay. than I've ever met before, and I feel like that's going to mold me to be who who I'm going to be when I retire. Okay. 30 and 40. You said 30 to 40? 30 to 40. All right. Because we I, haven't had those changes. No, I, I agree with that. Yeah, it, it's, we, it's unknown. But it's unknown. It's probably going to. It, it's going to come. For sure. Man. I think 10 through 20 is the unanimous decision here. I mean, you think about it, man. You think about going from fourth grade, learning fucking your first, you know, your times tables. Hippopotamus. To, to, <laughs> we, to wearing condoms in your second year of college. Did you ever you know try one on, Did you ever try a condom on before you you actually put it in action? Me, I think oh. I think I told this story, but I'm gonna tell it again just real quick. Yes, I tried one on my brother. We used to live in the same house. He was older than me. I was in junior high. I think I was in seventh grade. He was probably a sophomore or junior in high school at the time. He had a condom laying on his bedside. He was gone for the weekend. I went in. I grabbed that thing. I went into the downstairs bathroom, which is now the studio bathroom. I put that sucker on. I got I got her warmed up. I was looking at a, uh, a Sports Illustrated swimsuit calendar. Got her warmed up a little bit. Tried that Trojan on. Didn't even roll halfway down. I said, okay, I need a little <laughs> bit of growing here. <laughs> Pulled it off, and guess what I did? I threw it in the toilet. Oh, boy. Guess who found it? My mother. D-R. She came back. She texted my brother or called my brother and ripped his fucking head off. And I was just sitting in the background just laughing. <laughs> Did he ever write you out? No. I ended up telling the truth about two weeks later, but she was too pissed to tell it right at the moment. So, yeah, I just rolled it off and threw it right in the toilet. <laughs> well, we have we have a similar story. Well, what's yours? Mine was uh, New Year's Eve. I tried one on, jerked off in it. <laughs> so you went oh he went she went oh boy but uh I how old were you uh, oh fuck maybe 12 oh, 13 you're jerking off at 12 or th- oh yeah. yeah i guess we yeah. were we were watching porn up at but, that time but yeah. i see i didn't no, i don't know if it was porn up it was it, it was something now oh here, 13 was porn up i don't this, remember porn no it was limewire sorry yeah i was thinking it was like videos at 504 boys off limewire i remember that yeah. shit see some ass and shit like that it was milf hunter for us but I, ahead, made, I made the same mistake as you did i threw it in the toilet yeah, just, well, she guess, don't go down, boys. It floated back up. Guess who Doug and Jackie thought it was? It was your Clint, sister. It was Clint, your brother-in-law. Clinton Abbey. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. 
Bad deal, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I never you didn't admit to it either. I never came free. Yeah. After that point, my dad was putting sheets of magazines up against Abby's door. So if they fell, oh, he'd know. He knew oh, that she was gone. Oh, my goodness. Or Clint was coming. I never, I never ratted out. I, you stuck to it. Doug, that was me. That was my condom. He knows now. Let's get into the text. First text from Marty. Would you rather be a Q-tip or toilet paper? I think it's fucking easy. A Q-tip. Yeah. I don't get around that brown hole. You mean you don't you don't wipe your ass with a Q-tip? You get it clean with a Q-tip, <laughs> don't you, Mary? I use a little bit of Vaseline, a little bit of Suave hair gel, and I just... Hair gel? Tickle, Martin, the, I tickle think, the hole. I think this is the easiest question you've ever asked. Yeah, what is this, Marty? If you are a Q-tip, say, that's fourth in line, if that person cleans their ears every single day, you're getting a clean ear. Like, you're not, you're not going to be dirty at all. You might get tossed down the toilet, but... Yeah. So there's a dirty thing. What, what's you up, what's up with everybody Q-tips? throwing shit down the toilet? <laughs> Dude, I don't I don't, for these plumbers I don't, out here. I don't flush Q tips. You flush them? Yeah. Ah, he just told on himself. I don't know if you're his supposed wife's to do that. Been, his wife's been unclogging this toilet for how long? She found it, finally found out what it is. Yeah, well, I've unclogged her toilet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, let me guess, you guys are toilet paper as well. No, uh, Q tips. Q tips as well. Yeah, you would rather yeah, be a Q tip. Oh, yeah. All right, yeah. here we go. Next up. Hey, boys, big fan of the podcast. I think that you guys should post the whole recording of the podcast episodes on YouTube. I bet it gets pretty rowdy and entertaining down there in the studio. It will make for some great content. The listeners will enjoy seeing Clay without his shirt on when it gets a bit too hot down there in the studio. Once again, love y'all stuff. Keep it up. Here's the thing. We've talked about this. We're about it. We want to do it. I'm just not sure we're exactly there yet because we're recording on me or Corey's iPhone. Corey's probably got the technology to do it. He's got a bigger iPhone than I do. I've only got a 64 gigabyte. About three episodes ago, we tried it. I spent eight hours editing, making the video badass. I've got a video in the, you know, in the archive, ready to roll. I just can't get it to upload from the app onto YouTube because it says I don't have enough space to save it to my phone first. So it's stuck <laughs> in my app. I got a 64 piece of shit cracked iPhone and I just can't get it out of the app. So I'm trying, we're trying. I wasted eight hours. Yes, that's what we want to do. In the future, we want every episode to be on YouTube, but I just we're just not there yet. We've tried it. It's coming. That's all I got to say about that. So this next one, it was a tweet from... Twitter from TMZ, it says 48-year-old Terrell Owens just ran a 40-yard dash in 4.5 seconds. Sip and serve, which was myself. I quote tweeted it, and I said, Troy writes in a journal for a living and ran a 4.440. We lost the video. We had a listener text in. This tweet got me thinking. My hot take is you've never had a teammate or been around anyone that could go to the NFL Combine and run under a 4.5. Sure, You'll have guys say I ran a 4.3 in high school. I was probably with a stopwatch timed by a JV offensive line coach. No way they are showing up and running a laser-timed 4.4. Just look at the numbers in the NFL Combine every year. Not a lot of people run under that time, which I agree. He really thinks Troy ran a 4.4? No, I think he was just trying to say that Terrell Owens is full of shit because the guy had a stopwatch. 
Okay. I don't think he's that dumb to Did think Troy ran a four fucking four. Because well, Troy can't run a five. And four. I don't think Tio's that dumb to pull out the lasers. Exactly. I don't. I mean, Tio, he's he's I fucking forty eight. I guarantee he's fast as fuck. He's still. fast as fuck. He, he probably, beat everyone in here. He probably ran a four seven. He played in some profession professional air quotes league last year with Johnny Manziel or something. Yeah, that in, indoor fucking yeah, control. Yeah, yeah, where people picked what plays and yeah. he scored a touchdown a couple times. But right. I mean, he's also 50 and already a Hall of Famer. But he, He's not running. If you put him against Tyreek Krill, Tyreek Krill has blown his fucking cleats off. Yeah, yeah. and Tyreek yeah. Hill probably runs what? Maybe four, a 4-3. Four, 4-3, four, 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 three. Four, three, four, four. Yeah. Yeah. And Terrell's running a 4-5? I don't think so. Oh, so I think that's what he's saying. So he's, yeah. he's breaking the news that Terrell Owens is fucking lying. Okay. He's not dumb enough to think Troy ran a I fucking 4-4. Four four. That I, was a joke. See, I thought he said, meant that we know somebody no. that runs a 4-4, four four, which is Troy, which we, <laughs> we know. No, we know. That is false. We know. Troy runs a 5-5. Five five <laughs> We're just going to leave it at that. Last up, hey, boys, Justin here. I agree with the stickers. Maybe not a bumper sticker, but there are plenty of people out there that would rock one on a cooler back glass of their car, or an outdoor kitchen fridge like where I put mine. Keep up the great work. That's going back to uh, everybody saying we should make stickers, stickers for people to give out. Yeah, throw it on a, throw it on a Yeti cup or something. Yeah, I mean, a I Yeti know. cup, you, a, you know, a garage fridge, whatever yeah. it is. I mean, we can do it. Corey with a K brought in 100 of them, I don't know, six months ago. I but, still have 50 of them probably yeah. on my top so if, underwear drawer. If anybody <laughs> wants to stop by the studio and grab some uh, stickers, we got them for you. They're here. They're free. We appreciate you guys. Let's get into the Sipgenary. Come on in, kids. It's time for the Sipgenary Word of the Week. Today's word is... This one was sent in by a listener. It's called the Dutch Rudder. Oh, I already know this one. So go ahead, Roush and Corey. What do you think the Dutch rudder is? Oh boy, no idea. Usually you can think about it by the name of the Sipgenary, but Dutch rudder—it's going to be hard. Yeah, that threw, you for, threw me for a loop. Though. I don't think you guys will ever even get close to this. So I'm just going to go so ahead and say it for I, the first time ever. I, I mean, I think uh, Dutch. I'm thinking like Dutch oven, you know, something dirty, something like that. Your answer? But you already know what it is. Yeah. I'll let you tell the we'll, we'll people. See if, let's let Buck see, answer and see if it's there's, right. Because it might be wrong. Yeah, there's different. He might be wrong. There's different, uh, like, moped. I'm sure there's more than one moped definition out there. All right, so, Corey, you have nothing? No, I don't have Roush, nothing? Nothing. Go ahead. All right, so you have a male friend. Yeah. You're hard. Yeah. He's hard. Uh-huh. And instead of you guys sitting in the same room jerking oh, yourself off, mm-hmm. you looking in his eyes and yep. grab his cock. Yep. He grabs your cock. Nope. Nope. Wrong. I just Googled it. <laughs> you, you, you're, you're very, very close. You messed up a little bit. There's two guys in a room. You're both hard. You each grab your own dick. Yes. yes. You each grab your own dick. The other guy controls your arm. You control his arm, and then you jack off together. You're controlling his arm. No, you got you to gotta grab his dick, and he controls your arm on his cock. No, 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 no. <laughs> That's not the definition. Well, maybe this is just the... That's the, your definition. That, yeah. Are you, are you, are you? I mean, I got the Urban Dictionary right here. Are you going to read it? I got it up. I got it. Go ahead. You read it. Having someone complete the act of masturbation by pulling up and down on the forearm while the male holds his own penis. 
So basically, you're holding your dick, and I'm taking your right hand, and I'm moving it up and well, down I, as fast as I can. I performed the wrong Dutch Otter then. <laughs> I would say so. I would say so. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Also, the Gmail is sippinsurfpod at gmail.com. We take texts and we take emails. The text number is 740-720-3537. We appreciate you guys listening. Like I said, Roush, Uncle Buck, Corey K, this is the most fun I've had on a podcast in a long time. I believe the conversation was great. What do you guys think? Sober podcasts are like limp dicks. We'll end it with that. Soft and boring. (laughs) 